Hey, oh, what's up? Welcome to another episode of United We Nerd. Back at hey, it again. Yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Um, Marcella, I want to ask you a question. Sure. How do you feel that Charles is in charge now? Charles? King Charles? Eh. I can't <laughs> speak to uh I don't know if it's appropriate for me to speak about the his lordship, but uh Hey man, it's it still sucks when somebody who's been a pretty big political figure for over seventy years decides to uh, leave this mortal plane. Right? I mean, seventy years is a long fucking time. So props to that. What tripped me out the most is the fact that this fucker lived for like over th- three, no, even more, like almost four generations of people, like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she was around during World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was. So, uh, he was. She she worked with Winston Churchill too. She stormed Normandy. Did she? Herself? Oh, yeah, just herself, her own battalion. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think it's safe to say that the people of Ireland have been partying <laughs> for the past week. Ireland, Haiti. Congratulations, Ireland. <laughs> Congratulations, Ireland. To this week was for you. All the other colonized countries just partying. <laughs> but dead queens is just, just for clarification. She she became queen in 1952, so post World War II. Just as a historical correction here. Sure, <laughs> why not? Um, so yes, this guy Gotta really keep... watching Marcelo. But you know what? You know huh? what? At least was it, at least it was still in the family. We're talking about Game of Thrones. If you want to be, if you want to be real, like this, this is like the fucking royal family is the closest we'll ever get to an actual Game of Thrones. Just very unexciting, and <laughs> no special effects on anyone. Oh no, Prince Philip! There was some yeah, magic at work seen, there. Have you seen those pictures of him? I should have laughed, but <laughs> he's like a fucking vampire, man. <laughs> He, he he's those special kind of people that I call pre-dead. <laughs> Is this anyway. really how we're starting this podcast this week? We're hey, shitting I on mean, loyalty. I mean, if you think about Wait. it, we're late. To, we're late to the game. Fucking TikTok had it on like minute one. They had it. Yo, locked King down. Charles, if you want to come on the podcast, I know you're listening. But if you want to come on, you just hit us up. We'll have you on. It's like, hey, yo. <laughs> we get on this stick. Take me out to dinner. <laughs> what if you ran into King Charles on the, on like the Sea of Thieves server? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> take his shit. That's what I do. <laughs> He's probably going to spam hop on, on his deck sh- laughing. Hop on his ship, find find a crate, throw it overboard. He's going to hear, oh my God. there's no more empathy anymore. There's no more empathy. He's fucking <laughs> shit on his ship. This is whatever happened to the sea of mates. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, but yeah, fun, fun, fun jabs aside. Uh, welcome to the United Reader podcast. Um, we're going to have some fun today and also some not fun. Um, but before we do that, my name is Brian. Hello. 
Uh, with me today, of course, as always, is my host, Joel. Hey, yo. And coming back, we have Marcelo. Hello. I don't know where he is. Ooh. Here. Marcelo. I'm here. Alive. Hey. It's, it's been a little bit. Uh, let's start with you. How have you been? No, it hasn't. What are you talking about? I was on the last one. No, you weren't. Right? Uh, no. Right? Uh, we I did, was... We did a lot. We did two two live streams without you. Well, the invitation must have gotten lost for sure then. Anyways, I'm being good. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. I've just been, been busy um, being an adult. You know how that goes? You know, living, paying bills, uh, fantasizing about buying expensive cars. Of course. Ain't that America? But um, this week has been pretty chill. I really haven't had an opportunity to do much. Uh, I installed the Modern Warfare Two beta, so that I'll probably oh, is that try out? to check out some at some point. Nice. Yeah, if you got your hands on on beta codes, it is. Thank uh, you, Activision. Okay. It's, it's not open, then, huh? It's public. It's a public beta. Oh shit! Okay, well, but I, hell yeah. But I, but I didn't have to. Uh, okay. I didn't have to beg for uh, beta codes or anything. So, let me ask you this then: How big is it? How many gigs are we talking? I, you about? know what? I, uh, you know, I don't know. My internet in my living room is so quick that I didn't even notice when it was finished downloading. But it was probably like thirty gigs. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little, maybe more. I uh, it was big enough to where I had to go into my PS5 because I realized I had capped already my my hard drive space uh, mm. for with games and stuff. So I need to go find myself a uh, an external for that, so I can keep downloading games since I don't have a disc drive. Oh, that's a lie. I do have a disc drive. What am I talking about? <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll probably check it out tonight or before i leave for my business trip next week so okay cool so is it is it just is it just multiplayer Uh uh-huh just multiplayer yeah like no like no war zone just just a regular i i think it's wars i think there's warzone 2 on there i i don't know i haven't explored it enough to to provide you with the appropriate details okay but um, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking it out. I know most people shit on Vanguard, but I actually really enjoyed Vanguard. Uh, you know, the the most the most surprising game I've played in this week was uh, the Paw Patrol video game for PS4. Oh, dude! Oh, hey, it, yo, is, it, is, it, is it time? Is it time to slowly let no, the young guys looking? No, no, oh. no, God, no. Those things are my PS5 controllers are expensive. I'm not putting them in my kids' hands. <laughs> did you play as Chase? I did, and then Marshall. Hey yo, which I'm sure you know all the characters, right? I know those two. See, I'm like the only one that doesn't frequently work with kids, so I'm like totally out of loop. You're saying you're not a Marshall stan? Which one is Marshall? He's the he's the one in the little fire truck. So. Are all the dogs in Paw Patrol just different, like, representations for certain public services? Yes. So, all right, we're going to get into a discussion about Paw Patrol now. Oh, so, boy. Okay, this is the first. Let's go. You know, this little boy, which I don't... 
I don't I don't know why this little boy has the amount of responsibility and ownership of so many dogs and like a fucking like mega teen tower <laughs> so, tower thing. So there right? is actual humans so in the show. There is. Yeah. And the dogs communi- can communicate with the humans. The the dogs speak English. That's convenient. Okay. Yeah, so so they're they they can communicate with each other. So we have Chase, who's a police dog, Marshall, who is a uh, a uh, the firefighter. Then we have Sky, who flies in a helicopter, and Rubble, who's like the construction guy. Then you have Rocky, who's like some rock who, who has like a garbage truck, I think. And then there's a whole fucking others like there's like they have like a whole like super league of super pets or something i don't know and then occasionally they do get superpowers where they like can like fly around and shit and like have like like lightning powers and stuff okay. and sometimes they can turn into mer dogs and swim underwater so just depends on what yeah. episode we're watching so there's are a whole you... lord of this guys so this is this the thing that just happens that once you have kids you just get fully immersed into the paw patrol dimension I mean, there's nothing else to watch, right? They, I mean, depending, like, you know, our kids, when they were little, it's not like we could leave them alone in a room and just do whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yes, we were stuck watching a lot of it. Hold on. I'll be... Gotta... Uh, well, uh, Joel, I'll kick it to you uh, for right now. I really wanted to know if he has a chase tattoo, but that's all right. Do you have a chase tattoo? Oh, if Marcelo did. Damn it. It's okay. We'll find out next year. All right. All right, Brian. What's your question? Uh, Well, what have you been up to? Well, a few things. Uh, Before we cancel an episode because it was too fucking hot, um, uh, my wife and I saw... Did I say we saw Kendrick Lamar? I don't know if I said that already, but I just want to reiterate. It's still on my mind. It was an amazing concert. I'm wearing merch from the show. Steppers... Uh, hat bucket hat it was really good um yeah it was electrifying one of the best concerts i've ever been to so if you're a fan of kendrick lamar you gotta go check him out the openers are really good too tana leone and baby keem so hell yeah to that um you know just been same old things just working you know as far as like uh gaming goes um been uh been playing destiny they re-released king's fall I completed that oh, yeah. with my teams. Um, it's been an interesting ride. My experience with Hello? baseball was not good. Oh, we hear you, Marcel. What's up? Can you hear yeah. us? Yeah, it's if you did the raid solo. Oh yeah, you know, three times already. Um, yeah, I actually hated King's Fall and Destiny One, so it was nice having people who knew what to do and guided me through that. Killed Oryx a couple times already. Um, of course, the exotic is tied to RNG. Fun. One of my claimmates already got it twice in a row. That's fun. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. These has the new adventure coming out this weekend. I know a couple friends are going to gonna dive right into it, check it out. Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. Last week, uh, Brian and another Brian, we played uh, Dungeons and Dragons. We continued the one shot. Yeah. Some funny shit. Um, it was uh, the other Brian's first time playing, so he just really got engaged. He was playing with a friend of ours named Rian, and they just kept going back and forth, feeding off each other. It was pretty hilarious. It was great. It was, I think, yeah. it was just one of those, like, really rare moments that, like, two people just organically just start a rivalry with each other. It was, <laughs> it was great. It was fun. I'll just give you the quick Spark Notes version. Basically, they um, fought zombies, fought with Ghost Rider. 
uh, made a pig and imbued it with magic powers. So it was pretty fun. Um, other than that, just, you know, we've been, again, we're going to pass off HVZ soon to other mods. And we're really getting to gear. So uh, we're going to, we've just been practicing for our next game. It's going to be pretty big, I think. And uh, yeah, we're going to finally like really pass off the reins. We're having that conversation, dragging our feet, but finally going to get there and do that. Um, other than that, I think that's it. Um, just you know, look, enjoying all the D twenty three news. That's fun and stuff, and lots of good content comes this way. Of course, we have that Ubisoft Forward live react. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. The new Assassin Creed games coming out, looking dope. You know, they finally did the Feudal Japan or the Ninja one. You know, that's finally we've been waiting for that for years. And I know, right? Right, and then um, we're gonna have a. Uh, Mirage looks really dope. Uh, I'm not familiar with the character Basm yet, but it's going to be about him. And uh, Hexa, that looks interesting too. I hope it's very mystical, magical. Of course, uh, before I we pass it on to you, Brian, uh, just uh, Netflix a collaboration, which is you know really interesting. So I can't wait to see if they do animation or live action. I really don't like that logo, but it is what it is. So, so I think. They announced that it was going to be a live action series. Nice. Which, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, it could go either way. Like we we already had a movie, and the movie yeah. w- was something. Like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the. I don't think it was the experience that a lot of fans were looking for exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I kind of wish they gave more details about like what the series was, but, um, apparently they're also going to be making a game just for Netflix, whatever that means. I I don't know. Choose your own adventure. Assassin's Creed. Anyone? Now that actually wouldn't be bad. I think, I think if Assassin's Creed had choose your own adventure, it actually kind of fit within the universe a little bit. Okay. Um, about you, Brian? What you been up to? What's new in the world of Brian? Uh, a lot, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, as I said last on the last podcast, um, I went to PAX, which was a lot of PAX West, to be more specific. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, basically, uh, met up with Ben. Ben, uh, was nice enough to let uh let some of us stay at his place. Um yeah, uh it was pretty nice. This was my first like actual convention back um after you know the whole like COVID thing happened. So it was it was a little weird at first, but then after a while it kind of just it kind of felt normal in a way. You know, um Seattle is very, you know, strict on their masking laws for like events and stuff. So everybody um had to check in, get a um like a little wristband. Actually I think I still have it right here. It gave us like these little wristbands that we had to wear um all weekend just to say that hey like you you got checked in, you had your vaccinations or like you get a, a negative test. So that was it was kinda of like a nice little like safety feeling for for some people um because you know like we had other people with us we had uh lisa who's been on the show before was there 
Um, and of course, you know, for her, her immune system isn't as great as, you know, she's told us before. So it was just kind of like a nice little, um, like safety thing there. And, um, we had to wear our masks inside the convention center the whole time. Uh, so that was nice. Um, but as far as like the games, boy, um, there wasn't as much as like a, of a big developer presence this year. Like you had your Nintendos, you had, um, you had like Bandai was there. I'm trying to think. Um, wasn't Xbox or wasn't Sony? There wasn't. Um, it wasn't Capcom either. I don't think. Um, but there was a lot of really cool like, smaller indie games that were there, and it really did feel like this. Like this year was like the year for indie games at PAX. Like they had a majority of the the entire convention floor, and it was actually really cool because. I got to play and I got to find a lot of games that I didn't know existed. Um, see, I, I made up a little tiny list of games that I kind of want to make sure I mentioned. Um, the top of my list, um, which I didn't, this is a game I didn't know about at all um, when I played it. It's called. Uh, no more human uh no longer human is a pm studios game um it's this very stylistic um like side scrolling you know action like combat game um what really surprised mm-hmm. me though is how smooth it felt like it it kind of had a nice flow to it and so like the whole premise is that you're kind of this um I don't know I wouldn't say like washed up is the best word but it's the only word I can think of but like you're just like ex kind of like pop star kind of person and then you're kind of down your luck and then like her only escape is like um basically like getting a lot of dopamine and that's kind of like the game's gauge on mm-hmm. how like fast paced the action is is that like the more combos and stuff you do, and it has like a style meter, kind of like Devil May Cry, but like the more you raise that meter up, the more dopamine you get, and like the more like shit you can do. Like, like her main weapon is a scythe, and she has like her combo or her lights and her heavies, but then if you press like the B button, like on the Xbox controller, um, she d- does this really cool like. The like the whole like samurai cut down the middle kind of move where she just dashes forward and like cuts through like a bunch of people. But what's tight that the screen actually cuts in the middle and does like a like a horizontal slice. Um, and then of course, like from there, like she has other like moves, like she was able to um kind of shoot a projectile in midair to like kind of knock out a bunch of people and then of course like the better you do the faster you move so when you move on to the next phase of like the level you just start fucking darting through and there's like obstacles you have to jump over or platforms you have to jump on but then you, you you're going at a faster and faster pace the better you do and it was it it just felt really good um uh marcella i think you would really like the soundtrack this it had a really good soundtrack um, really if i had to what was the, to, what was the game called again it's uh no longer human if you're looking it up you have to put game because that's that's how like 
hidden this game was. So like if if anybody out there wants to look it up, just go no longer human game on any search engine and then it, it should pop up. It has like this we like neat like grid, like like a black screen like grid look to it. It, it was really sick. I mm-hmm. loved it. I actually really loved it a lot. Um there's no there's no release date for it yet, so I'll be on the lookout for that. Um what else? Um Oh, there was this, um, I think, uh, Joel, I know you saw pictures. I posted some pictures of it on Instagram when I was there. Uh, there was this mech shooter game um, called Galahad 3093, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but it was really cool. Um, it actually already came out by the time PAX happened, so they were pretty much using it as like an advertisement for the game but um you could buy it on steam right now um i think i don't know if it's still on sale but it's like um the founders edition uh is like 24 bucks um pretty decent price pretty decent really cool game um they're still like building off of it so there's there's only really like multiplayer right now um but like the designs are really cool um how this game is is that there are different archetypes. Like there's different pilots that do specialized like skills. And then within those, there are four mm-hmm. different sizes of mechs that you can choose from. And they'll all, you know, some of them will be faster, some of them will have more, you know, like um durability and like capability like firepower capabilities. And they'll have their own special abilities that they'll do. Like um, one of them has like a teleport ability where you can like look at a distance and kind of like teleport, you know, other ones are, um, you know, defense base and like some other like special like weapons that you can do. Um, What I thought was really cool is that you can decide what you equipped onto the mech. So the mech has like a main weapon on both sides. And then it has two sub weapons, and you can choose, but through, from a list of weapons, you can choose whatever you want to load out with. So it's like if you if you wanted two Gatling guns, and then you know, auto sentries, you can have those. You can have like a missile pod and a beam cannon, or you can just fucking have all beam cannons or just all missiles. You know, you could do that. And um, it was really weird because I haven't. I'm not a big PC gamer. Um, and right now there's only real PC, um, control. So it was, it was interesting kind of going back to like, it kind of felt like, um, OG battlefront days of just sitting down and just kind of like learning how to like, just fucking master the controls. And it was really cool. Um, and what's nice is that they have the option for first person or third person. So if you want to feel like you're in the cockpit, you can do that. Or if you want to see your customized mech you can just scroll out and then see the entire battlefield with your mech and it looked it was pretty cool um, dope that was fun yeah that was pretty dope um was the customization like further with that like paint jobs and colors yes and arms jetpacks all that shit yeah you can you can cust- you can change the color completely on your mech and then it act and there's also sprays that you can put on your mech to even customize nice. it further than that 
Um, and I think you can also even customize the pilot. I don't hold me on that. Um, I haven't delved into it too much. I'm just more focused on the gameplay for now. Um, but yeah, that was really cool. Um, there was, uh, of course, I was able to get a pass for the Nintendo booth, and they're showing off Splatoon three. Um, nice. I mean, I'm I've been playing Splatoon since the first one, so it's 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 as as Splatoon as you can get. There's some cool new features, some new weapons, and it's actually and it came out last Friday, so the game is like out out. Anybody can play it, so it's a lot of fun. Probably Nintendo. I think this is going to be the first uh, Splatoon. This will be the first Splatoon game that I buy. I haven't oh. bought one before, but I think I think this is going to be the one. Just that way, you know, it's a little bit safer for kids and. Mm. So I'm gonna give it a shot. Oh, it's I. Th- I think if this is your first one coming in, I think this is the best one because out of out of the three, I think this one has the most worth it content. Um, you know, nice. you have your, you have your multiplayer. It has it has the bit. This is not saying much. That this is the best lobby they've ever had. Um, for Splatoon, like <laughs> online lobby. Um, you know, they of course they they have their story mode which is like a mixture of just kind of like obstacle courses and like boss battles that you can do. Um, you have your uh, horde mode that you can play up to four players. And it's just like a big horde mode that you can use to unlock like special items and stuff like that. You know, you have your ranked. And then of course, every couple of months there will be a splat fest where it's just like a weekend, like celebration and, you know, people pick their sides and see who wins by the end of the weekend. It's a lot of fun. Um, and the one the one mode I wasn't expecting, they actually made a card game within the game. Interesting. So it's basically what if you're playing Splatoon, but it was a card game. So it's like you have you can like make a like a 15 card deck and each deck has like like a ink layout. Like if you guys remember Dungeon Dice Monsters from Yu-Gi-Oh! Do I? Of course. I bought the set. <laughs> I have it back there somewhere. Um, but it's kind of like that, where it's like you you put, they play the card and it lays down a certain like path of ink. And then the whole goal is that you're supposed to, you know, lay out more ink than your opponent to get more points to win. Um, but there's like different strategies compared to like the actual regular game where like uh, each card has like, Usually, like the colored ink is whatever side you're on, like yellow or blue. But then you have these like different colored blocks that, um, if you lay down ink in a certain sequence, um, they'll like light on fire and basically give you a special point. And then the more special points you get on each card, um, they have a different value. But if you decide to use a special on that card, it gives you the option to overlay on your opponent's ink. Because no, because in the normal game you can't lay over a card over some your opponent's already laid down ink, and so that's kind of like a way to kind of like mm-hmm. near the end of the game it's just like bam, you know here you go I'm gonna like fuck up your shit that's really fun um and of course you have the the people that are insanely good at like the fucking stencil art so you can like post up um make art pieces on the game and like have it post up and then. You know, um, people's characters will be kind of like just in the in like the main area and then you can walk past them and they'll show them like their most recent post. And like some people 
some people are very fucking sketch, but then also um, some people are just really good artists with like the little fucking stylist on like a, a switch screen and their only available color mm-hmm. is like black, you know, it's like very surprising. Interesting. Um, yeah. Splatoon Splatoon's a fun game. I, I'd recommend it for anybody that I say probably Nintendo's best shooter. I mean, they don't really have many shooters at all, but, you know, I, I feel like it's probably one of their best multiplayer games. You know, surprisingly, it works decent for, like, Nintendo shitty-ass <laughs> online servers. Online server? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. I got to, I got to talk to... I feel like, some... I mean... Really, Splatoon's been the only game I think that's really taken full advantage of the shitty, like online service that is that Nintendo offers. Um, well, I guess you know what was that boxing one called that had its moment uh, with like the arms. guy with the spring arms. Arms. Yeah, arms. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I I to this day will be defender of arms. I know it wasn't a popular game, but I still had my fun with it, and I felt like it. I think Arms's biggest problem was that even though there was content there, there wasn't enough for a Nintendo fan base. Yeah, because you had like your arcade mode and you had your multiplayer mode. And then, like, within the multiplayer mode, there was, like, different... There's like, some different match types, but then that was... Pretty much that was it, you know? And it was just kind of like, oh, collect all the different arms for the characters, you know? It's like, okay. Or if you're if you're a badge hunter, you want to try to collect all the badges there in the game. But, I mean, for... Mm-hmm. For somebody that's not really too into fighting games, or is, just like, very, very casual, I could, I could see why people fell off of it really quickly. Um, yeah. But... I mean that's 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 a different story. That's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, the people in Nintendo both really cool. Talk to them for a little bit, just to you know, asking questions about the game, and they're they're very nice and very cool. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I unfortunately didn't get to play any developer digital games, but like their booth was great. Um, their booth, pr- they pretty much made like all. Om- maybe not a full size but almost a full size movie theater like like booth design mm-hmm. and it looked really sick and then like the back side was like their little store where you can buy merch and then on all the other sides were all the different game demos that they had and so it's like you got to kind of you know kind of explore a little bit like the front had like a seating area like if you're in front of a movie theater and so, like, you got to sit on benches and, like, play the game stuff. And then, like, on the side, there was, like, this cutout where they had, like, some makeshift arcade cabinets where they were pl- displaying one of the, their other games. And it looked really cool. I, I heard that Angry Foot was really good. It was one of the standout games where, basically, it's just, like, this first-person, like, Miami, uh, Miami, um, Hotline Miami kind of game. But, like, your main weapon is your, Ooh, is, nice. is, is just you kicking. But yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to play anything from there, unfortunately. Um, I did get to actually get my hands on WrestleQuest, the wrestling RPG that uh, Skybound is doing. It was really fun. I actually see when it comes to traditional RPG games like that, it's really hard for me to connect to it. But this one really got got me good. Like, one because I'm a wrestling fan, but um, 
the concept is interesting. So they managed to get the license for actual like 80s, early 90s wrestlers to be in the game. So it's like you got your Macho Man, you got the Road Warriors, you got uh, Sergeant Slaughter, you have um, fucking Jeff Jarrett, which by the way, Jeff Jarrett was there. Um, he did a panel Damn. for for wrestling and video games, and he was at the booth. And of course, me that name in years. And of course, me being the weird person I am, I couldn't bring myself up to like to you know uh, go meet him. But it was just really cool. He was there all day too, and it was like cool because normally, like when you have like guests like that, they're kind of just there for their job and they just leave. But like he he was fucking there all day long. Um, but the game's really cool because it wasn't exactly what I thought it was. I just thought it was a, it was just a wrestling RPG, right? But apparently their take on this is that what if you were a little kid and you took all of your wrestling action figures and all of your other action figures that you would just take and play around and like do matches and stuff like that? And what if they just took that and turned it into an RPG? So like every character in oh, I'm sick. Every character in the game is some form of action figure. Nice. And like you got you got like Lego people, um in the crowd That's are just diff- are just different like toys. I think there was even like a sock monkey in the crowd, just like holding up a sign and shit. <laughs> and it was really cool. And like the whole the whole thing is obviously like, you know, everybody praised prizes like macho man like they have a big ass statue of like macho man on like this island like place that you were you're at and like you're you play um randy santos and like the whole idea is that you're you know training to like become pretty much like the next macho man like you you idolize macho man and so like you're just like going throughout his adventure of like training and like just becoming like the best wrestler he can be nice. and it's like and it's really cool. Um, like they, you know, the demo, you know, uh, kind of showed you that you'll be, I w- you weren't able to do it, but you will be able to customize how your, how your character looks. Um, uh, of course, like you learn different moves that you can use. Um, and what I thought was really cool is when you level up, um, the level up animation is that your action figure, like toy box it's like your character and it's like action like if it was on like a store shelf it's like box like it levels up and it kind of like gets a little bit more pristine as you level up so it's like the quality of your figure just keeps improving and improving and it's like it was really cool to see um the nice touch I'm, de- I'm definitely looking forward to that game i didn't play this one but i did buy it when it came out uh this week um justice sucks by tiny build um, heard about that really fun um without without spoiling it um pretty much uh you play this little kind of like roomba right and it's rather you know it's like it's like a roomba and kind of like an ai and it's like you know it you know you clean up and stuff but um pretty much the company that makes like these ai like roombas strong arms people into buying the newest version of of their units and so the ceo of this company um notices that you're kind of um you know not doing what you're supposed to be doing 
um as far as just like you're you're not like breaking down you're um you know doing your job too good so they send people mm-hmm. um to break into your owner's house and kidnap your family and it becomes this kind of like sneaking you know like assassination kind of game where you have to figure out ways to pretty much kill uh, these intruders and pretty much you use it but you can like hack anything in like the building you're in so like um you could trick somebody into coming over like a a fire like a a water sprinkler and then hack ele- an electrical outlet to e- electrocute them or like um you could have a coffee pot spray like hot steam onto somebody and then of course as a Roomba you have once the, you you knock them out you have to clean up the bodies and basically they do it by devouring the people <laughs> oh oh my gosh that's crazy but it's in like a it's very a like concept. but it's in like a very silly like like crazy art style which makes it just like kind of like strangely adorable in a way um and of course if you get your hands on it like and if you know jojo there there is definitely some jojo inspiration in this game Mm. um i'll just say that you at at some point you do get a stand nice uh (laughs) story-wise spider I want to say thank you, Peter, for stopping by and saying hi. Oh, Peter! Uh, tactical assault Roomba is bound. Yeah, yeah. yeah by, Peter. Yeah, that's a definitely good game. I recommend that game to anybody that just like silly games like that. Um, I know I'm probably forgetting a few other games that I played, but just to kind of like kind of get off get off that. Um, had a lot of fun. Packs. Um, I do look. I do look forward to going back next year. Of course. Um, and hopefully, and hopefully, we all can go next year. Hopefully yeah. So, like, I made I made the decision that next year I will definitely be going. Nice. Regardless, yeah. oh, well, of, like, I gotta go. Then two out of three. <laughs> no, might gotta, as well make the squad there. there. Yeah. Um, my second oh, time going. I do. I do want to. I do want to say this before we get off of packs. Um, I met somebody there that is really cool. Um, his name's Preston. He uh is from the level zero podcast um it was actually really it was actually really cool um like we were just hanging out in like um like the outer area and then he came up to us and asked like oh you know like hey my name's preston from level zero i just want to um was wondering if i can get like a sound bite of like what your your favorite thing was about pax for it's like oh yeah sure and he was really cool we just talked for a little bit um and yeah, it was it was it was interesting because this was my uh, first attempt of trying to like figure out. It's like it's like oh, I wanted to tell. It's like I want to tell him that I also have a podcast, but I don't want to feel like I'm a, a fucking like sleaze about it. So like I like I like I like cautiously just like oh yeah, I have a podcast too. And like I just like pulled out like a business card and. It was actually really cool. We talked, and it's like we were just talking about how, like, you know, though as far as like podcasting goes, we were both pretty like still trying to figure things out, and so it's like we kind of had this like common ground. It it was a really cool interaction. It was it was an interaction that I I really enjoyed, and it kind of helped me make my my PAX experience a little bit better. So anybody that wants to 
listen to but listen to some good people talk about video games and just like the industry in general uh level zero podcast um yeah uh thanks for thanks for uh talking to me preston it was really fun i hope uh we can uh talk more in the future um but yeah maybe a special guest in the future uh, hey gonna put it out to the winds and see what happens but yeah level zero podcast check it out got some good people there um yeah i was listening to them today yeah they just had a pod they actually had a podcast come out today so go check it out very good listen um okay i think we should probably get into the news there is a lot of news a lot of news <laughs> um i'm gonna ask you guys do you want to mm. have some good news first or some bad news? Mm. Just give me the bad news. Let's rip it off. Let's rip that band-aid right. off. Let's do it. All right. So despite, despite having this past week of very fun presentations for the video gaming uh, industry, um, some very not fun things in the gaming industry have been also happening this past week. Um, there have been more layoffs, more specifically in the games journalism side, as well as uh, content creation side. Uh, let's start with the first batch. Um, Future, um, a video game news outlet um, owned by the, uh, in the UK, um, Pretty much Future is the parent company that kind of owns um, Tech Radar, Android Central, Windows Central, and iMore. Um, pretty much laid off uh, a bunch of people, which really sucks. Um, as far as I could find, there wasn't any specifics. It's kind of like the same um, kind of deal like you know earnings and stuff like that and like company had letting things go mm-hmm. and it just really sucks um and of course you have a whole idea where it's like executives ceos are getting more money for some stupid ass reason and then of course you're letting a bunch of people that really work hard you know go it's been kind of it's been kind of like unfortunately normal thing as of late and it's kind of un- like very unfortunate because yeah. You know, you don't you don't want you don't want to see people, especially in the industry, you like go without a job for no reason. But yeah, that was just the start, though. The other day from this recording, um, G four also had um, some layoffs as well. The Comcast Open Company um, had to let go this past week um, at least twenty of their employees. Dang. Which is weird because they've only been back for about a year, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, according to some, hit. according to some reports, apparently, um, their financial situation wasn't as it seemed. According to you know some uh, people, um, as a kind of update, host uh, Fiona Nova and Case Blackwell from G Four. Um, Apparently, not, the layoffs were more be- like behind the scenes, so no no on air talent has been let go. And as far as like programming goes, none of the shows have been canceled. But gotcha. still, very very sucks. It very much sucks because you know I think 
all of us know just from like our theater background like you know background like background people do a lot of work too especially in production Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. um there's no specifics at least as far as i was able to find on like exactly like what departments had the layoffs from g4 but it's it's still it's still kind of sad because like this past year like g4's return and like everybody was like oh man you know g4's back and you know everything you know you know the content's been really good and it feels like it's a fresh new start for the company you know especially since they you know kind of got shafted by comcast in the past so hearing that they're laying off people so soon kind of sends off like a red like a red flag to you know a lot of people a lot of fans a lot of people watching um so yeah that's that's a another thing um of course i kind of saved the third story for last this just happened today as of recording uh september 15th on a thursday the game the gaming news uh company uh sorry i'm just trying to find my place okay so the game the game site fanbyte which was owned by tencent by the way this is a bit this is this is something you want to keep in mind um owned by tencent um today pretty much laid off almost entirely everybody it was an extreme mass layoff of fanbyte what um it was very sudden um I'm just kind of skimming the tech the TechCrunch uh, article. The layoff announcements were so sudden that people that got laid off um, that morning were doing work for, doing their work for the day for the company. Um, some people weren't even awake for the announcement. They had to wow. find out through other means. Um, of course, uh, the the kind of excuse. Of course, again, is budget, which when you think about it, since it's it's a Tencent owned company, Tencent being one of the highest earning fucking companies in the world right now, you wonder, I was like, how, how does Tencent not have money for this website? Let me see. Maybe, I want to see. I mean, maybe because it was a uh, it was a uh, like a journalism type thing, right? Yeah, so it was a gaming. It was a gaming site, like like a news website, which did so really they good probably work. weren't generating enough ad revenue, or they probably weren't getting the, the like the ads to be able to you know like I understand that Tencent themselves are like billionaires, right? They have that's one of the biggest overseas companies, and they own a so, ton of properties. But so, uh, Tencent. Their revenue for last year was eighty-eight billion dollars. That's it, huh? Um, and the year before that, they made like one trillion. So is less. It is less, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, Marcel, like this is. It's not the same field exactly, but you're you're a businessman. Um, I I could totally believe that to be the case. Like it was, it just comes down to ad revenue. 
like this like totally this is spe- this is speculation we don't know we don't know anything but it's like why else would you let go of almost everybody just like that you know yeah i mean like you say that but like you know on the other hand it's like why the fuck did hbo cancel all that stuff too you know like that's discovery <laughs> i still i'm still pissed about all that stuff yeah that's okay. Legendary, legendary is like fuck you guys. <laughs> Thank you, legendary, for pulling out. <laughs> it's like I was yeah. worried. <laughs> They're like, nah, out of here. <laughs> out of this it's, like, it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna go make some more Godzilla King Kong, and we're gonna make a Gundam movie. Fuck y'all. We out. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. Um. Hell yeah. But yeah, like this really sucks. Uh. Let's see. Um, yeah, Tencent laid off 5% of its workforce, impacting over like 5,000 people. Jesus Christ. Wait, no, this was like a while ago. So they cut off even more people. Jesus Christ. What? Ah, it, it, it sucks. Um, we hope that all, all these people that got laid off find work really soon and hopefully in a in a better situation. Um, somebody posted on Twitter. I forget who I apologize. Um, but it's like, well, I guess it's, it's time to, uh, you know, start uh, investing my time into uh, small uh, ga- uh, games journalist sites companies like enough of these big time companies because they're all obviously just uh focus on the dollar amount and not the the quality of work <laughs> oh that sucks True. i was just gonna say too big to fail right we've heard that before too big to fail depends on what you mean by fail yeah right. you're gonna say brian no, I just I just hate reading news like this. It 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 never it never feels good to <laughs> just have the information that a lot of people just lost their jobs in the shittiest way possible. It it sucks. Especially especially right now during these times. You know. Yep. Uh all right. Um okay. We we got through some of the biggest bad news. Uh, so how about some hopefully fun news? Well, this this is actually a good branch because this is kind of some good and bad news. Um, so we got to see what Overwatch 2's battle pass is going to be, and how they're going to run their yeah. seasons. Um, the bad news about this is is that this information got leaked. And so Blizzard had to pretty much reveal this early. Um, apparently, according to reports, they were they were getting ready to reveal this next week, but because someone posted on 4chan, um, everybody pretty had much rush. Which also is another thing that kind of sucks because when people leak this kind of shit, not only do, oh, did we lose a? If it ain't one thing, it's another, right? 
Sony's mad. He didn't mention Morbius within five minutes. They're like, yeah, uh, I'm taking a look at the battle pass right now just to continue the conversation. Okay. You know, it looks like there's a uh, season one free tier. Of course, there's a premium tier you pay for. Comes with a bunch of different things. Um, I do like you still unlock the new character at tier 55 for the free. So those two legendary skins, weapon charms. Ooh, picking it up from Apex. Smart move, Overwatch. Highlight intro, additional items, of course. Battle Pass, of course, just like any other game, offers really good stuff. According to this article at uh, Eurogamer.net, um, immediate access to Kiriko, the new hero who's been unveiled, 50% XP Battle Pass boost, Mythic skin, Legendary skins, Epic skins, three play of the game intros, four weapon charms, three emotes, three souvenirs, I don't even know what that is yet, poses, name cards, icons, 11 voice lines, and 12 sprays. You are paying for a lot of good customizable stuff. Um, of course, I'm sure with grinding and gaming, you can unlock more. I do think Overwatch could give more to their free players considering time bases, but maybe they're testing to see how it goes as well. What were your thoughts, Brian? Really quick, I know you Oh, looks like you fixed it. What are your, what are your thoughts on the Battle Pass? Man, I, I can multitask. Hell yeah, I can't. Unless it's a raid. So... I've seen the I've seen the discourse, right? A lot of people have been talking about this battle pass system. Um I'm going to be honest, I personally think it's a pretty good game pass, like battle pass, if I'm being completely honest. Cuz what do we what do we got here? Let me let me pull it up. So like like any other one, we have the free version and we have the the premium version, right? Um, what I think some of the biggest controversy about this is mostly coming from the diehard fans of Overwatch One, because in that in that way, like it was, you just buy the game, all the all the deals, all the the downloadable characters and stuff are free when when yeah. they come out. And then you have your loot boxes. Um, of course, now now that was what back 2013, 2014 when Overwatch One um, came out. It's a long time ago. Or sixteen. Double check because I know we have some good Overwatch fans up in here and need to feel the need to be correct. So let's see Overwatch. Keep going, Brian. Oh, 2016, by the way. 2016. So, it, I mean, it's been out for a long time, and we've now That's kind confused. of we've now kind of gone into the era of loot boxes are pretty much on their way out. You know, there's some games that are still holding on to them, but I think between both battle passes have been proven to be the more superior system. At least, at least in my opinion, because for battle passes, you can see what's on there. You can judge whether or not you feel like it's going to be worth throwing down the 10 bucks a season to get all the premium stuff that you would want. Um, I understand that for some people, it's kind of annoying that the new characters are going to be locked behind the battle pass. Of course, if you spend the 10 bucks for the premium, it's an instant unlock. But we have to think about it now. Overwatch 2 is going to be a free game. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the multi, at least the multiplayer is going to be a free game. Um, they they didn't say how much the story mode's going to be. 
that's going to be paid for. But you know, free free games as service is really good nowadays because it means that more people have a chance to play it. There's no mm-hmm. there's no money wall anymore. So now even more people can try Overwatch that might not have wanted to throw down the sixty bucks to you know buy a six seven year old game. Um, however mm-hmm. long it's however long it's been. Um, years about. Yeah. So I just wanted to like see. Because I know they had a roadmap um, somewhere, but it's pretty much um, for this first season. You know, they had the two the two characters they've already like pre announced already, like Junker Queen and um, Sojourn, um, are gonna just be available on release. Um, the new one they just announced, uh, Kiriko, is gonna be in the battle pass. Um, you get, I believe, six new maps in the game, uh, new game mode, um, and of course, uh, I think they said that um, all the old maps are coming back, and they're going to get like the small, the small upgrades. Um, pretty much, like for a free game, that's still a lot of stuff. You know, battle pass aside, that's still like a lot of shit. Um, now I know that there's, I know that you know people are still bummed that you know, you know, they'll either have to grind the battle pass or just pay the money up front to get the new character. Um, I think they said that going forward, um, new characters are locked out of uh, ranked for like two weeks after they're released. So when the new season starts, you're not going to be able to play in ranked anyway. Um, so I don't know if that's like a big deal. I, I I never really played ranked at all, like maybe a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be a new thing. I'm sure peop- there are going to be people uh, that don't like it, you know. Like I, I come from the world where a lot of my games now have battle passes and I just kind of like learn to... If I like the game enough, I'll buy it. If not, I don't buy it. You know, like see it, like what Sea of Thieves, Destiny, Fortnite was like the Fortnite was pretty much the one that pioneered fucking battle passes. Um, uh, Multiverses has a battle pass, um, and there's a lot of other games that have the same kind of style thing. And it's, it's yeah, it's gonna be just the the way it is. I don't know. Like, I know that you're thinking about trying it out when it comes out. Does, does this does this bother you at all? It, what bothers me? Like, in what way? Just kind of like the like the idea that um, what once was just free on release is now going to be you're going to have to either work for it or pay for it. Same thing. We've been familiar with the battle pass, right? Um, as far as Overwatch goes, it'll be a weird adjustment. I don't even know if I'm going to be playing it that much. I probably will because you guys will be playing it. And I know we have some diehard Overwatch fans among us. Um, mm-hmm. I already play some grindy ass games. Um, it's another one added to the list. <laughs> you know, um, again, I stand by my first statement. I think that they could give more, free people more. But I mean, their business, right? They need to 
have more stuff in the battle pass. I understand that. Um, but yeah, you know, six maps is cool. I like this model. You know, loot boxes were sometimes annoying, sometimes cool. I mean, it's like you know, that RNG. It's a good feeling. You know, you open that box. Whoa, something good is in it. But at least, you know, you're not lied to if you spend, um, you know, X amount of money for loot box, which our friends have, you know, on the, good on them. I haven't, I've never spent a cent on a loot box. You know, I just, just time, which may be worse, right? Um, mm. Hey, is what it is. As far as I'm concerned, I'm probably going to, you guys play it, grind, try to get the new character. Um, will I do the battle pass? I don't know. I mean, uh, Blizzard, I want, you know, I'm still by like what everything Blizzard did. I, I want to see that improvement. I want to see that follow through. Uh, you know, there is acknowledgement there. I mean, it, of course, we've had this conversation back and forth, friends, like, you, you know, people up top, are they responsible for, you know, they're not the same as people at the bottom, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, after that, I don't, I'm, I'm we'll, used we'll to see battle passes. Yeah, exactly. So partake in this battle pass. You think it's a, a good step in the right direction? I mean, I think if, if they're going with the free to play uh, model, it's, it's, the the no-brainer option like any any free-to-play game that doesn't have i feel like doesn't have a battle pass of some kind is kind of not doomed to fail but it's not gonna be as long-lasting as i think they would hope they would be but yeah like we'll have to see because i i feel like th- this first season is probably gonna be the um the learning the learning um uh process to see like what works and what doesn't work and you know knowing knowing the team that did, did overwatch um how much they they try to like do their best to kind of like listen to the fan base and try to fix things when they weren't working you know i'm sure they're going to listen to how they react to the season 1 battle pass and then hopefully you know they'll take some notes and maybe improve season two when that comes out. Um, but yeah, at this at this point, it's just kind of like we're just gonna have to wait and see. It's just gonna once October are... rolls around, it's just gonna be what it is. I believe it's already here. It only took six years. Yeah, I mean, like understandably, there's a lot of shit going on that <laughs> we only recently got to figure find out what was going on. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox, Xbox, take take control soon. Phil Spencer, we we need your help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that that was that was Overwatch two. We'll probably talk about it more again in the future. Oh yes, probably. Um. So, like I said before, we 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 did the Ubisoft um forward uh live stream this past weekend um for people that didn't join us and watch it um i believe uh it is still on our twitch channel uh if you want to go take a look at it um but i felt like we could probably go um just a little bit into detail about what we saw um the main presentation was all right Uh, i mean they had some games. They showed off uh, Mario and Rabbits. They showed off their Just Dances. Brian wanted to see the most was, was oh, Rabbids. Oh yeah, just just love to just imagine 
punting him off the fucking level. If 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 you want a fucking reason to really watch it, watch Brian's face. The disdain for rabbits. <laughs> Check it out. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> It's just um, he's like just the first thing that's like it's gonna be Ravage Brian. He's just like, oh fuck. And then, <laughs> it did it happen. <laughs> Joel summoned it from the fucking pits of hell. Rabbids, yeah. Dragged Mario with it. Um I know it's a good game. I just don't like rabbits. Um they they had a a video of uh what was it? Uh, Skull and Bones. That game's coming out soon, and some somebody said that they released the gameplay trailer, and we tried to find it, and apparently, still, it's kind of hard to find if it's actually a thing. So, I mean, the last was we saw that first forward, right? I mean, I I want to see some new stuff. I, you know, they've teased this game for a while. Let's see some new stuff. Let's let's get hyped about it. it I'm. And under the radar uh, right now, and it's coming out soon. Yeah, they development for this game has been a roller coaster, and they're gonna have to release it. I mean, they do have a date; it is coming up like in a month. Uh, yeah, October, I think. Um, it's coming soon, um, and they have to release it. They have to release some version of it. Um, so hopefully, it's you know. It's it's really hard when you introduce this game saying that it was inspired by Black Flag, one of the most popular Assassin's Creed games because of the sailing and the the ship combat in Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. So it's just like you're setting a very high bar and news hasn't been great. So I'm 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 on the, I'm on the same page. I I want to hope for the best. And I want to, you know, have some fun pirate action. Because um, as much as fun as Sea of Thieves is, there's always room for more. So I'm hoping that it doesn't fail. Crossover, please. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Of course, though, uh, the biggest part of that presentation um, was the Assassin's Creed 15th Anniversary Showcase. Uh, which holy shit, they put out a lot of information about a lot of projects that are coming down. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we knew it was coming, um, but they started off with the the reveal trailer for Assassin's Creed Mirage, and it looked fucking great. Cool. Um, the so it's pretty much confirmed that the main character is Basm from Valhalla. And it's going to show his start of like his training to become an assassin uh, master, and it's going to be set in Baghdad, um, twenty years before uh, Valhalla. So it's going to be a really like cool like it's pretty much like the old like I forget the like correct name for it, but it's like basically like the first like tech boom in Baghdad. So it's going to be like very like. You know, there's going to be a lot of, like, culture in it. There's going to be a lot of, like, of its time period, like, technology, like, booming in that area. And, of course, they're going to get some, like, cool um, kind of, like, shout-outs to what is to come from the original game. Um, of course, it's going to be... Um, they're bringing it back to the original style of gameplay, where it's more focused on, like, stealth 
both assassinations and parkour and it's going to be a smaller tight-knit game compared to the more recent assassin's creed games so you know not having played valhalla aside how what's your hype level for mirage so that it's a callback to uh the originals that's great hopefully it's more fluid um i like that there was a set difficulty <laughs> i didn't play and enjoy origins i like that rpg system they did and I didn't play Odyssey, but it's on Game Pass, so I'm probably going to check it out. That they went hard on the RPG elements that were in Origins and in Valhalla, the same thing, but apparently they tuned it back for Valhalla. But I'm very excited. I loved one, two, three, all, all of those versions. You know, the set difficulty and the fluid parkour and all that. It was it was fun. And to hear that they're doing a return, I'm excited. Yeah. Excited. Yeah, me too. I. As as much fun as I had with like the more recent games like Odyssey and Valhalla, um, I I've said it a lot. I've I've said it before this podcast, but uh, I, like I yearn for like the more traditional Assassin's Creed style games. And so hearing that they're going to be doing that and it's going to be a character focused game, um, I'm I'm super focused. I actually already pre ordered the Collector's Edition. I'm 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 that excited oh. about it um Damn. i'm a, i'm a sucker for steelbooks dude i've said it before i'm a sucker um but yeah um but that wasn't all they announced um mm. they did announce that they are kind of going they're gonna be making some mobile games um they announced assassin's creed project jade um it's gonna be a fully fledged like assassin's creed game for mobile set in um china i have mixed feelings i'm not i'm not too much of a mobile gamer um and it's just i feel kind of sad that a location like china is still being relegated to the i don't want to say like minor games because i don't that I don't want to be disrespectful for the people that work on it because you know from what we saw from the trailer it does like for a mobile game, it looks decent, you know. It doesn't look it doesn't look like shit. It looks like a mobile game, but it's like a high budget mobile game. Um, but it's like this like timeline and area has just been relegated to side games, and it'll be it would have been nice if we were able to do this in like a full fledged game um, location. Um, as far as you know, they said that you're going to be able to customize your own character. Did say so that. There, so there isn't... So it makes me question what the story is going to be if it's just based off of a random character that you create, maybe. Um, maybe it just works out um, for the gameplay that they're going to make. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Joel, do you... Do you have any feelings towards this game? Like, I know you're not much of a mobile game player either. Would would this intrigue you to play or try? Um, it, it's pretty interesting, but yeah, I, especially for Assassin's Creed, it's like I, I'd rather play it on console, be fully immersed. Um, but not to say that I probably, you know, I'll check it out. I, For me, I, I think that personally it's kind of cool that you can create your own character. But again, like narratively, how does that fit in? And again, it did look pretty good for a mobile game. Uh, I gotta say, with that Rainbow Siege and even the Division, I'm just surprised how far oh, yeah. boats have come. 
uh, as far right. as games go, I'm like really surprised. I mean, I don't like I don't mobile games, so for me, I'm like, wow. You know, before it used to be like, you know, my phone can barely handle fucking like Jedi RPG game. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh fuck, it can do a fucking multiplayer, you know, PvP session in the division. Oh fuck, <laughs> you know. <laughs> By now, I mean shit. I, uh, travel overseas next year. Shit, maybe I'll be playing that for hours. Who knows? But uh, maybe we'll see. I mean, looks pretty clean as far as phones go. Yeah. Um, and of course we mentioned this before, they are partnering with Netflix to do a live action series and a exclusive mobile game for, um, Netflix. Uh, they didn't say exactly what it is or like what the idea is. Um, um, you know, Joel, let's, let's play some hypotheticals. Um, as far as the live action series, what would you like them to do? Is there anything that jumps out to you? Is like, oh, I would like to see that live action. Honestly, if we're going to do live action Assassin's Creed, go where we haven't been. Mm-hmm. The games have already touched everything we have seen, and they've done a great job. You know, there's debate about some of the games, but let's go to places we haven't been, fill in those places. Or if we do go, I want to see them older or younger. Like, I want to see oh, old man okay. Connor. I want to see, you know, yeah. old man Evie and her brother, I forgot the name of, you know, I want to see Jacob. You no, know, <laughs> I want to see like Ezio before he's fucking hella old, you know, and, um, we, I, you know, I really want to see now that we, I, I walked here. Mm. I want to see Connor, Arno and Shay. That's what I want. I want the triple threat. They're all oh. alive at the same time. Let's fucking go. Come on, Ubisoft. Oh. Let's go. Let's fucking go. You know what? Throw in some Anaville and fuck yeah, let's do it. Dude, yeah, I am down. Uh, like, just do like a fucking like revolution era fucking live action show. Dude. I mean, I mean, I would even love like, even if like, let's say they go in the animus and it's like, you know, someone else has been before. Even if we get like 30 seconds of like, you know, there was this other guy and it shows like live action Bayek like kicking ass. It was like dope, you know? And then Hell it goes yeah. back to the main character. I don't want to see 15 minutes of Desmond and 10 minutes of Ezio. I don't want to see that. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't want that. But yeah. I mean, for pilot, that makes sense. But, you know, I would appreciate. Um, mm. I love three, but the ending kind of gave you this illusion of choice, but they chose for you. And I think maybe that's the point, right? It, even if they break their own canon, I'm kind of okay with that. If done well, I got to say, if done well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Let's yeah. see what happens to some of these characters. Let's, uh, you know, we kind of touched upon, upon, you know, a little bit of the past, you know, and we've gone very far in the past. Let's let's bring it to our time too. Let's see, let's see over to let's go let's go a little closer. That's what, what about you, Brian? Dude. What do you want to see? What is Dude, calling to you? You now you put that idea in my head. I just want to see it because I I have always been a proponent of I want more Connor. Like we got. We got, like, you know, people's opinions are all different. I personally really like three. Um, I thought it kind of sucked that we didn't get anything more than that, at least from a Connor in that perspective. So I would really love to see more. Um, uh, It would be really cool to see, like, a a, a Grandmaster Shay. Because, like, we've seen seen what what he's like um, when he's older. 
but we don't know like exactly like you know where his end was so like how far up in the ranks did he get did he like was he like a high-ranking like templar did he become a grandmaster at some point um especially when haytham died you know haytham died there was no grandmaster and you know shay was shay was pretty much one of the only ones out of that group that's still fucking alive so (laughs) dude oh i would love that and then have like oh have an old connor like meet up with arno shit Dude, you you got me you got me hyped up for something that we're not getting. I already know this, um, <laughs> um, but I kind of agree. It'd be in their best interest to focus on something brand new. That was the one thing they did right with the movie was that they focused on something new. But I do agree. I hope they learn from their mistakes and we don't get eighty percent modern day and twenty percent. Uh, animus action i think they need to do a better balance than that um dude i would even love them to go back into the movie and fuck it up like like aguilar you're a piece of shit like i want them to acknowledge it or and aguilar's like no i'm not a piece of shit it was these people and like they they like make it better like they lift it up you know they they pull like a mandalorian to kind of elevate the prequels and the sequels a little Mm -hmm. let's go come on let's do it i mean (laughs) The movie is canon to an extent, so maybe um, I think it would be neat though if they <laughs> if they did like little like flashes of like g- video game characters, like maybe not have them be the focus, but like there'll be instances where like the main character of this show like looks through some data about you know some of Desmond Desmond's experiences in the Animus or you know some of the data they've collected through. The more recent um iterations of the game uh characters um but yeah i i i want something i'm i agree i want something new i want to go to a place we've never been before or if that's the case uh like you know have it be someplace that's kind of familiar but like in a different area different region um but yeah i I'm going to be, I'm not going to have my hopes set high. I'm going to be, you know, cautiously optimistic. Um, you hoping more than me. that, like hoping that Ubisoft has learned from their past outing, trying to make a live action property. And I mean, Assassin's Creed at this point is their fucking bread and butter. So I think they know that they need to be careful mm-hmm. with it, especially nowadays with a lot of the tension that the fan base has over certain decisions. Um, but yeah, um, that we won't know anything about until probably like the next big like Netflix day thing. And then we got information about the two next big um, games coming out of that. We got Assassin's Creed Co- uh, Project Red, um, which is they're finally doing it. They're going to feudal Japan. We are finally going to live our Shinobi dreams. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. They this they said that this is going to be their next big game um more along the lines of the current game so it's going to be the big rpg um kind of look we only got like a very small like teaser like they didn't really show us anything of substance it was just kind of like a kind of um tone setter for what we can expect maybe um and they even showed told us another project um 
which is called Project Hexe, which people have deduced that this might be um, the witch hunts in Germany Ooh. back in back in the day, like in the 1700s, I believe. I could, I think it's 1700s. I could be wrong. Um, I'm not a history buff. Don't at me. Um, but yeah, the the witch the witch trials which got fucking insane in Germany. Um, so that could be interesting. And they said it's gonna be a completely different style of game than what they made before. So who knows what that means? Just um, gotta say they've done at least from Origins and when I've seen a little bit of the other ones, I love their take on the mystical shit. And Hexa seems definitely up that alley so i'm definitely looking forward to that more than i thought i would so (laughs) i love like in origins if you haven't played a little mild spoiler you fight some egyptian gods and it's they're cool it's they do it well i i think so i mean i'm not egyptian though i don't know if it might be some appropriative stuff but game wise it was pretty cool so i really hope they lean into that uh still even in the future Mm -hmm. just wanted to say that and um, what are your thoughts of them finally going to Japan? A fucking time. Been asking for that shit for years. <laughs> but want it done well. I don't want it rushed. No. Been a fan long enough to fucking see that. That that's what's been stopping me, man. I mean, like, I'll wait. I guess <laughs> you know, like it's like I'll wait for it to be guaranteed good enough. Wait, uh, like what I did with Unity. I'll wait a year until you guys are done. It was it was not buggy when I played. There was like one bug. It wasn't even game breaking. It was like a guy stuck in a tree, sitting like in a horse or something. It was you know this the usual game glitches in an open world. Same thing with Syndicate. You know, good game, but I was like, I can wait. So mm-hmm. yeah. So don't yeah. Age of rushing games. It's sorry, rushing games. It should not be a thing. Like I get it, crunch and numbers and all that shit, but like it's just it's just obvious the quality of a game is so much better when it takes time. I mean, I always compare it to the fucking gameplay now, but Destiny, like, look at Witch Queen. They're like, we need more time. Good. Fucking good decision. Sure. Yeah, it it came out amazing. Get, give was, me more time to complete my battle pass. Thank you. Yeah, like, it's, I mean, just, <laughs> if you want your product to really be well, don't rush it out. Same for mm. movies. Like, I don't know who needs yeah. to hear it. Like, it probably won't get to, like, the higher ups. So just, like, take your time to make it good, you know? <laughs> For sure, like, like they have no, they have no announcement of like they they said that this those games are like very early in development. They haven't even really started on like the the heavy lifting yet. So like you know, take as much time as you need. Um, and their final announcement, um, they finally showed off what the idea for Assassin's Creed Infinite's gonna be, and pretty much it's what. The reports have been saying it's going to be a hub for future Assassin's Creed games, and they said starting with Project Red and Project Hexe are going to be within the Assassin's Creed hub, which they've kind of stylized and like kind of showed off as like being like your your own personal animus. We're able mm-hmm. to just launch into the hub and like pick a game to play, like depending on like if if it's going to be like a service or like you're just going to pay for the game and just have a launcher for it for everything um who knows the cool news it's kind of news that i wasn't expecting is that they said they're they're actually looking into the possibility of having standalone multiplayer um yes please um <laughs> i 
a few months ago i i um i hopped back into uh assassin's creed 4 multiplayer and it's there's still people playing it it was a lot of fun um kicking his ass go watch that stream yeah i was getting my ass kicked a lot um <laughs> but like having the possibility of that coming back and being standalone and like being able to update through through the games and stuff that would be sick that'd be cool i would i would i would thoroughly enjoy that i think a lot of fans of the multiplayer would be very excited too um like they said that they're looking into it i'm sure that they were just saying that to see if anybody got hyped about it so i i think it's gonna be a thing you know whether if they want to change some things or not or just make something completely different is up to them um uh but yeah a lot of cool Assassin's creed news um coming from two fans of of the series you know we had a good time <laughs> for sure oh yeah definitely um, you more than me but still i good, good story good gameplay let's keep that train going <laughs> yeah for yeah um so i know this like we're this is going to be the a very game heavy uh podcast um you know so bear with us but um that was this past week now let's talk about we're gonna we're tr- we're gonna try to get through this quick i know i know we're going a little long um we're gonna try to get through this um this week though is a killer because we um had a nintendo direct uh this week a uh sony state of play and just today started the tokyo game show um so we got even more game announcements this week um Nintendo Direct wasn't as strong this time. Um, a lot of people uh, like to call it the uh, the Nintendo Direct Farming Simulator Edition because there was a lot of farming simulators for some strange reason. Um, Animal Crossing hype, probably like it's hey, all, the, all all those farmers out there, you know, congratulations, you have the fucking motherload this time. Um, <laughs> good on you. Uh, <laughs> Um, but we did we did get some some different announcements in the Nintendo Direct. Um, they announced that um, a Octopath Traveler two is coming out, a sequel to uh, Octopath Traveler. Uh, game still looks cool. They have that cool two D three D art pixel animation. Looks fucking beautiful. Uh, it's fully voice acted again. Um, the same idea is like you have the eight different main characters that you play through their campaign and then slowly they just kind of like meet together and have a big ass adventure. Um, looks really cool. Um, they announced a, I don't know if it was, they said it was a remake. It looks like a remake of um, Kirby return to dreamland uh, coming out next year for the 30th anniversary of Kirby. Um, which is really cool. And um, not only did they redo the art for the game, um, they're kind of doing some superstar stuff. They're adding some mini games to it. Um, and they added a new power. Um, Joel, you'll like this one. Um, they're adding a new copy Ooh. ability, the the Mecha ability. Oh, um, yeah. Basically, Kirby turns into like a custom robo <laughs> Kirby. And what? has like custom robo and like fucking has like laser cannons and like missile packs and jet packs and stuff like that. It looks really fucking dope. Um, 
kind of reminds me of Robo in years. Kind of, kind of like plant. It kind of reminds me of Planet Robo. Uh, so I thought that was well. I, I'm a big Kirby fan, so I feel like I'm getting spoiled because we got Forgotten Lands. We just got um, Dream Buffet. I think that's what it's called. The little mini game. And then we're getting a game next year. So Kirby is fucking oh. living large right now. Um, they showed off a little bit of they showed off gameplay for Bayonetta three. It looks very good. Um, I still have to play through that series. I am <laughs> I am running behind on that. Uh comes out next it comes out October 29th, so just before Halloween. Um so that game looks fucking cool. It's you know, Bayonetta's a really good character action game. Um you know, I feel like it's going to be good. You know, I'm going to try to get through one and two before then. And I guess like the last like very big announcement um, was that they finally revealed the name and the release date for the Breath of the Wild 2, now known as Tears right. of the Kingdom. Which Hell yeah. Before, when you read the announcement that they were uh, canceling their live stream in the UK... You know, for mourning of the queen, you can figure out why they did that with the <laughs> title of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Ireland probably would have loved it. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that um, the release date, it's coming out, um, hopefully, you know, barring any, um, you know, delays um, is scheduled for May 12th next year. So we're gonna get some more of that. The game looks cool. Um, you know, uh you know, Breath of the Wild one or Breath of the Wild was fucking fantastic, and there's just gonna be more of that plus, you know, the sky. So and that game was amazing. And probably we're getting Ganondorf too, so sweet. So yeah, we got that. Oh, that's right. They announced Pikmin 4. They're making a Pikmin 4. I have that on my bingo card. No, I didn't either. I I didn't expect that at all. It was kind of weird too because uh, Shigeru Miyamoto um came on and was like, "Hey, last year we we released Pikmin Bloom, or like earlier this year we released Pikmin Bloom. Let me tell you about it." And it's like, uh, it's like, thank you, Miyamoto-san. But uh, we know about Pikmin Bloom. You know, anybody that's playing it right now knows about it. <laughs> um. <laughs> where are you going with this and it's like oh yeah by the way we're making pikmin 4 and it's like what the okay sure so yeah that was pretty much nintendo news um the sony state of play had some news uh of course they showed off god of war ragnarok um they're making a special controller for it um they showed off they showed off a trailer for it It looks pretty sick um i finally started playing through the first one so i'm I'm getting ready dude Uh, um such a good fucking game. Wreck is still coming on PS4, Joel, so you'll still be able to play it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I don't need to buy a PS5. Uh, yeah, us, I do. For us people Fuck. that don't have PS5s can play it still, so we're in luck. Um, Spider-Man 2 goes for PS4. Um, I'm solid. No, they already said that's going and for I PS5 know, only. Unfortunately, unfortunately. That and Survivor. <laughs> yeah. They showed up some other games. I'm having a hard time remembering... Boy. Because they kicked off the state of play with the one announcement I cared about. And they started off with the reveal trailer for fucking Tekken 8. And 
Oh, it looks fucking good. <laughs> oh, it just like they had Jin and Kazi on the fucking mountains, father and son about to fucking whip each other's asses, and fucking gorgeous Unreal Five graphics looks fucking beautiful. The entire trailer was done in game; it wasn't pre-rendered. And oh my god, I I it looks so good. Um, I'm a big Tekken fan. I can't wait. You know, they didn't have a release date. They just said that they're going to be talking about it more soon. Hopefully, at uh, TGS this this week, they might show off more. I hope so. Um, but yeah, that's all the news I cared about from, from, from the fucking state of play. They didn't they didn't talk about the Spider Mans or anything like that. I feel like that was still too far away. In November, though, because it's maybe out like next February, right? Maybe at maybe at the Game Awards. Maybe I don't know. Possibly. Um, but yeah, fuck, dude. I'm so ready. Like tech, like Tekken Seven is a great game. Um, it's been out for so long now. Like it's it's about time for a new Tekken to come out. And shit, they're they're pouring deep into it. Um, crossing fingers. Um, that they had rollback in mind, because that's 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 the key. As cool as the game can look, if the online sucks, that's that's going to be a, a hinder for it. So, Tekken Eight, and at you, Soul Caliber, Tekken. Oh fuck, dude. Um, staying on the uh, fighting game news uh, today at TGS, um, uh, they Capcom revealed a lot of information for Tekken Six, or not Tekken Six. I'm sorry, Street Fighter Six. My apologies. Street Fighter 6 got a lot of info dumping today. Um, oh, yeah. So humor me while I uh, take you on the tour. Um, so they revealed... Back five minutes. <laughs> they revealed four new characters. Um, they revealed Ken, uh, E-Honda, Dalsim, and Blanca. All looking really cool. Ken looks fucking dope. His gameplay style looks great. Blanca is, is funny. Um, Joel, you're, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, Street Fighter lore. Um, Not at all. But currently, Blanca has become a tour guide in the Amazon. And That's he funny. sells these little plushies called Blanca-chan. That's funny. And in in Tekken Six, they've incorporated Blanca Chan into his move set, where Blanca will take a doll, electrify it, and throw it as a a fucking like projectile weapon. Tekken and, Six, or Street Fighter Six. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. I love Tekken. Like Street Fighter is cool, <laughs> but I was a Tekken. You can't kid. even like escape it. Talk, I can't escape it. Street Fighter, dude. I, I just see. I just see Jin and, and Kazuya in my fucking mind, dude. It's it's in my mind's eye, just like fucking the devil gene. Cool. I'm glad they're they're making uh Blanca a little little softer and more fun throwing projectiles. Yeah. Um but yeah, they revealed a lot of other shit. Um they revealed their story like story campaign mode and the battle hub. Um for the first time ever, you're gonna be able to create your own character in Street Fighter. Um, they showed that off. Uh, you're going to be able to create your own character and you're going to travel the world meeting the, you know, all characters from the Street Fighter series and you get to learn from them. And then 
Of course, you'll be able to wander the streets picking battles with other, you know, randomly generated characters um, and just kind of like level up your your fighter and learn some sick ass moves. And you can take your characters to the battle hub, which is pretty much their online kind of like hub world, which is very interesting. So check this out, Joel. That's a little like Soul Calibur story. All right, keep going. in, In the battle hub. You're gonna that's where you're gonna be doing like your your online matchmaking. And in the hub, you're gonna be able to see other people's players roaming around the area. Um you'll be able to, you know, find find uh battles like casual and ranked. Um they um you know announce other game modes. Um you're gonna be able to sit down in an arcade cabinet and play an old Street Fighter game that will be on rotation so they showed off uh street fighter 2 turbo and you'll be able to play it like your character will sit down at a cabinet and you will be able to play the game in street fighter 6 and then like every few months they'll rotate it with like another classic game which is a cool idea um it's not the first time like other games have done this like um yakuza has had um virtual fighter Mm -hmm like in their games that you could play fully. So it's going to be, it's going to be cool. Um, I'm not exactly sure if you're going to be able to play multiplayer with those two, because um, with the collections that they come out with recently, they've added online multiplayer for those. So maybe you'll also be able to play that on there as well. Um, They've. What was that? Nothing. Go ahead. That's all right. Just because you're, you're, uh, might cut out while you're talking as one of them go ahead uh but yeah um you'll be able to have tournaments within the hub and like they have this big ass fucking screen that makes it kind of like feel like you're in like an actual like live like evo tournament which is really cool and yeah it it looks it looks pretty sick like street fighter 6 looks like they're they're shooting for the moon you know, like Street Fighter Five ended up becoming like a very like decent game, but it had a really rough start. Um, everything they've been doing right now, people have been, been loving. So I, hopefully, you know, the team they have now is doing great work. And um, they announced a closed beta for October, uh, which you can sign up now already. I already did. You know, they're going to have that cross play, which is going to be great. Unfortunately, it's only for the current consoles, so Xbox Series systems, PS5, and Steam. So Xbox One and PS4 are unfortunately uh, being left out. You know, that's that's the you know we're coming in on like our second year of these con the new consoles being out. So like you know mm-hmm. we're starting to see that slow you know phasing out of the old consoles. So yeah, it's gonna happen eventually. Um, but yeah, dude. Um, I haven't actually been this excited about a Street Fighter game in a long time. The last time I really played Street Fighter was Street Fighter 4, and that was like on my 3DS too. And I was like, that that was a weird time. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. Um, some other news that might excite you, Joel. Um, we got some Game Pass announcements today. Good. Um, you mentioned one already. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is coming to Game Pass. Yep. Some cool shit is coming as well. Um, we're getting Persona 5 in October. Nice. Uh, for fighting game fans, we're getting Blaze Blue uh, 
cross tag battle uh early next year um they announced that guilty gear strive the newest guilty gear game is coming to game pass next year which i'm psyched about because i've been wanting to try a guilty gear game for forever so this is the perfect time for me to get into it Mm. um and i think the coolest one that comes out like literally in five days uh they're putting death loop on game pass I did see that i saw that announcement today yeah so um the makers of uh basically from the makers of dishonored looked like a really great game i've only heard really good things about it um so you know xbox players are finally going to get to play it and that's going to be great oh yeah yeah they had some uh as far as that goes you know they had the overwatch stuff uh they showed off a little bit more resident evil 4 remake which looks cool um I myself, Joel, have you ever played any of the Resident Evil games? Fuck oh, no, I was too scared. Oh, okay, yeah, I've, I've 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 seen like friends in high school play like Resident Evil Four, but I've never really been into them too much. Um, but you know, people have been asking for Four remake ever since they made remake uh, for Two. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting it. It's it's looking pretty. It's looking pretty like the other Resident Evil games have been recently. So that's cool. And of course, this is, this is only day one. So we're probably going to get way more announcements in the next coming mm-hmm. days. And I'm sure we'll talk about them later. Um, but I feel like we've probably talked enough about games. <laughs> um, yeah. Games. Um, so Joel, is, is there anything you've been watching recently? Well, I've just been watching She-Hulk. Yeah. New episode today, by the way. So I'm gonna watch that later after this, probably. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Like, not like going deep into it because I'm sure that once this once the season's done, we're gonna go deep diving into it. But yeah. How, how do you feel about She-Hulk so far? <laughs> I, I say this every time. Talk shit about Marvel. Pump out something new. I love it. Um. So good. Uh. Very much geared towards adults and really well done um all the hate i see for it is not good not valid uh, i don't see really good points i see some like animation stuff yeah i get that i guess but other than that um uh doing pretty strong pretty meta what do you think right oh i'm loving it i i'm i'm totally down with this like comedy style dude like it it hasn't been like laughing pretty much every episode and i i like the i don't know it's just i feel like they really got the like the fourth wall breaking timing down really well and it's kind of funny because the past three episodes they've really like beaten like twitter to punch just like by calling them out and i think it it, like they knew it was coming and so they prepared themselves to like burn fucking people and it's good um Mm -hmm. but yeah i've 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 also seen some of the 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 backlash from certain groups on the internet and you know you kind of have to just like look at them and like it's like it's like well it's your opinion you know that's fine you know you know it whatever i'm just gonna watch this and like have fun with it you know everything in phase uh, four is trash get the fuck out of here oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's been really fun uh is is there anything else that's been catching your eye or is there anything coming up that 
Um, hoping to Marcelo see. recommended me the show called This Fool. It's about follows this guy who's uh, following his cousin coming out of prison. It's like a all this uh, Latin American folks, and it's it's hella funny. It has some stereotypes and tropes. They flip on its head, and um, it's funny. It's like the guy. I just want to give it a little context. The guy gets out of prison because it's 2005, so he's been talking in a certain way, dressing, thinking like like he's in 2005, which has been making me fucking <laughs> laugh. And uh, there's an episode I just saw where they, there's a gang fight and all the gang members are all dead or they moved on. So it's just like the climax is hella stupid and funny. And I, I was laughing and like he's trying to like, you know, I'm going to get my homies for the fight. And it's like one of the reasons like I can't go and what, you know, they have like the little like cycle they're showing him visiting other people like montage and it's like one of the reasons was won the lottery can't join the fight that, <laughs> that shit made me have a laugh oh okay. wow okay so it's, it's like sorry can't king fight i'm rich now you know it's like <laughs> yeah I, checking that out um i know marcelo and my the uh brian felter gonna be mad at me still haven't watched house of dragon still haven't watched sandman dude haven't gotten to it but i will say started primal season two and if you haven't watched oh, Primal by Jenny Tartakovsky, you need to check that shit out. You too, Brian. It's okay. You no, know, he made Dexter's Lab. He made Powerpuff Girls. It's Samurai Jack. Really good. I, I, it's in the name. I, I gotta say, if like if you're if ever if you want to watch something raw, well animated, not even a lot of dialogue, but really good animation, check out Primal. And season two is. I mean, I'm barely in it. So. Okay. Oh, man, I was talking about it with my buddy Justice not so long ago, but there's this episode with this dinosaur, and that's it. That's all I can say. <laughs> like, it, it's 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 like with a dinosaur. Fuck. It's it, literally if I say anymore, it's gonna spoil it. Like it, it okay, it's, okay. Like, it's, it, you gotta watch it. Check out Primal. It's short, sweet, and they're on, you know season two. I believe is wrapping tomorrow, so we're gonna catch up. Oh, that. oh. Other than that, um, still not watching Wings of Power. We gotta get on that too. We're gonna binge that at some point. Um, oh, um shit, man. But what um, about you, Brian? What you been watching? Well, I I did see of? I did see the first two episodes of um, House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, bruh. Getting those early Game of Thrones vibes, dude. Heard it's it, good. I've only heard good things. I'm not avoiding it. I'm just like. Just haven't gotten to it, you know. So far, it's been a very interesting watch. Um, yeah, I watched the first two hours at PAX. It was, it was a lot of fun, dude. I think if if you had enjoyment um, from like early days of Game of Thrones, I feel like this is going to be right up your alley. I did. And, hey, there's people of color in it too, which seems to be upsetting for some reason. But hey, I'm glad they're there. I'm sure they're gonna find a way to kill them off soon because they're not in the future. But we'll see. Or maybe they go to an alien world. I don't know. But I've heard amazing things about show. Oh yeah. Oops. Um. But yeah. As far as that, um, I haven't like watched too much recently. I did. Uh. Did I talk? About, um. Did I watch uh, Buzz Lightyear finally? I think we did talk about that last time. Okay, I saw. I I finally got my my Blu-ray of it because I I liked it so much. I bought I bought the Blu-ray. Nice. Did you watch it again? New Blu-ray. Steelbook. Um. No. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, but the, I I I enjoyed Buzz Lightyear. You know, I know like it wasn't a lot of people's cup of tea, but you know, 
the, to um, the Toy Story fan in me really enjoyed it, and I I was able to point a point out a lot of like the the little callbacks to the Toy Story series, and it was fun. Mm -hmm. Besides that, um, you know, I had the D twenty three stuff. Oh, dude! I wonder if um, we were going to touch that or on the after show, but we going to go in it a little bit. I think I think this I think we can finish off this podcast with this because you know. There's a lot of cool, fun things to talk about, and um, so much. I, news. I I feel like we need to we need to talk about on like podcast prime. <laughs> um, podcast prime. Okay, so I actually I actually want to throw it to you, Joel. Um, what were some of the big announcements that you saw from D twenty three that got you really hyped? Um. Well, of course, Mandalorian season three. These are looked. I mean, you know me, I'm all about those those guys in those bucket helmets. I looked really good. Really excited for that. Um, finally announced Batch Season 2. Been waiting mm -hmm. for that shit forever. Next year, unfortunately, but hey, whatever. Take your time. I absolutely love Season 1. So, um, cool. We got more news about uh, Skeleton Crew. We even got a still Skeleton Crew, so that's cool. Oh, yeah. The new Star Wars project. I'm also flipping through this stuff. Um, what am I forgetting? Oh, fucking Secret Invasion. We got a trailer for that. That really hyped me up. Dude, that looks yeah. If you don't want to hear about the Secret Invasion trailer, I, I know one of my friends listens to it. You got to pause yourself for about 10 seconds. I'll, I'll time myself. All right. Anyways, Secret Invasion, go. Uh, trailer looks dope. Looks like a great spy thrill. This is what I wanted out of it. I'm excited. Good to see Nick Fury back in action. All right. There you go. Oh, and Amelia yeah. Clark, too. Um, but yeah, yeah, that looks that's, dope. That's right. Those things got me really hyped. Uh. I just that's um, what I was looking forward. There were some other announcements that I was curious about. Joel, Brian, while we're still on the subject, uh, just to remind you about Tales of the Jedi. That's what I was going to get to next. Um, yeah, there we go. I'm really curious and surprised. I thought Tales of the Jedi was going to be an anthology kind of like one-offs, but it actually looks like a mini series, really quick. And I mean, at least from first glance, right? Um, going in between, we see a young Dooku, which is really I'm so excited, dude. I um, I I listened to the audiobook of um the Dooku uh book that kind of chronicled his life um yeah. during the Jedi Order, and dude, like I hope that they get into some of the stuff that was in the book in animated form because it's gonna be fucking cool yeah. to see. Well, we we get to see part of that, yeah. We saw a young Qui Gon Jin too, Padawan uh, Qui Gon Jin, yeah. getting fucked up by Dooku. That was great. <laughs> um, we'll say they. I haven't read the Ahsoka books yet. Just haven't gotten to it. We see an Inquisitor, apparently a different Inquisitor, so, which is yeah. really curious from the books too. So what's interesting is that um, they've kind of already veered off of the book a little bit. Just like with rebels and you know other uh, content from that, they've been able to take stuff from that book. Um, kind of like what they're gonna do with this, but it's very interesting because that's not the that's not exactly the same Inquisitor. He's very different looking, but I'm here for it because he looks badass. Well, he does. Um, I'm getting Darth Nihilus vibes for those who played Coder too, and he's yeah. a bad motherfucker. Uh, what else was I going to say? Um, I know I kind of detracted off Star Wars, but it was really interesting to see they are going forward with Thunderbolts. 
They had that yeah. poster and that team. That's an interesting team. I'm super curious about what they're going to do with that. Um, I, yeah, sh- shout, out, sh- shout out to them not just giving up on Taskmaster. Yeah. I know people are shitting on Taskmaster. Not my Taskmaster. Get the fuck out of here. All three of you mad at the fucking like it's, new version of Taskmaster. It's, it's a very different Taskmaster than what we had in like the comics. But yeah. we only got to see like such a tiny amount of Taskmaster in the Black Widow movie. So I feel like they know that, that was kind of like an issue. And so with Thunderbolts, hopefully they're going to like flesh out their version of Taskmaster a lot more. Yeah. And Ghost, Red Guardian, Winter Soldier. Ghost too, dude. Black Widow. Dude. Oh. And U.S. agent, like, bruh, that Red is a Guardian. dysfunctional fucking team, and I am here for it. Like, let's and see them. He's gonna have to fucking learn to manage it, right? And of course, Captain America: New World Order. I'm, I'm super surprised. They apparently, if you don't want to spoiler, I want to say really quick that apparently the uh, villain is gonna be the leader. That's really interesting. Oh, I really? Expecting that? Yeah. Apparently, I didn't know this. Right. No, it's true. That's the rumor. So I was expecting Zemo or Red Skull coming back. No, it's the fucking leader, which is really interesting. And I it's mean, going to be the guy who was transforming in the original Hulk movie. That's crazy. They brought him all the way back. Wow. Yeah, it's the same actor too, which is which is great. Oh. Um, as far as Marvel news, the uh, I mean, there's so many good exciting. Oh, two more things, and and then I'm gonna let you take over, Brian, because I just want to say. Uh, Loki season two, bringing in apparently uh, Kei Hui Han. Sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I pronounce, I'm butchering his name, but the guy uh, who is, of course, short round in Indiana Jones, the other lead in uh, oh, Everything yeah. Everywhere at Once. He fucking killed it in Everything Everywhere at Once. And the fact he's in Loki season two, I'm so excited. Even if he's only in an Dude. episode, I that, that's awesome. Good Dude, to I want to mention this. Loki season two, but yeah. I want to mention this actually real quick. Did you see? The photo of him and Harrison Ford reuniting. Kei Hui Kwan. My bad, y'all. Kei yeah, that was a great picture, by the way. I've never seen and Ford together. <laughs> I've <laughs> never seen I've never seen Harrison Ford so genuinely happy in my life. <laughs> like he, he was Wars, beaming like that. in that picture, and it was so sweet to see. I don't so know how good. often they were able to see each other after that movie. So like seeing them like reunite and just being so happy is like, oh. Oh, my my Disney heart. <laughs> Apparently, for Mr. Kwan, it's been really hard for him um, post Goonies and Indiana Jones. So, I mean, I can't imagine like you're being typecasted come... as like short round yeah. for so many years. Yeah, you know, Asian guy with an accent during the '80s. Oof, rough. But yeah, dude, everything, everywhere, all at once, put him back on, and it's a fun. If if you haven't seen, you need to see it. I need to go see it. But uh, check that movie out. But yeah, and of course. I know there's been some discourse about this, but Werewolf by Night, they're going forward with it. Oh, yeah. Around, around Halloween time. And you know what? It looks bad on purpose. And that's the whole point. It looks like an old horror movie. And it's like it looks a creature intriguing feature. Too. It's looking kind of like um, a little, um, I'm going to, you know, kind of plug myself here. Um, and then there were none, a little. Like it looks like people are going in to kind of figure something oh. out and they're dying off one by one. So at least by the synopsis. But um, of course, um, the actors and actresses in it are going to be dope. And of course, if you know your Moon Knight lore, first appearance of Moon Knight was in Werewolf by Night. So people oh. are putting it together. We better have that fight. 
werewolf and moon knight <laughs> so i mean maybe see but yeah that, that's or maybe we'll get or maybe we'll get um maybe get some maybe a secret sneak of of blade maybe get some howling commandos going on there Ooh, yeah of course uh you know uh gail garcia bernal he's in it and if you don't know he's you know he's a really good looking guy apart from that good actor really good uh you know so him and diego luna are really good friends so it's like hey i got connections with disney <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's how that conversation yeah. went it's just like Marvel and Star Wars is just going to fucking share actors. It's going to be fine because they're all good actors. Oh, and, and finally, they're fucking doing something about Armor Wars. I've been wanting to see Rhodey do shit, like actually get in the suit. If it's him and Ironheart having fun blowing shit up cool, like that's needing speaking, that. Speaking of, I was it was really cool to see that Rhodey's going to be in Secret uh, Invasion. It, he better put on the suit and fuck up some scrolls or whatever. Want to see that? Well, what if he is a scroll? I hope so. I want to listen. <laughs> when it comes to Secret Invasion, they fucking better go out. I want to see like there are rumors that Killmonger is like back as a scroll. I want to see those characters who are dead come back and be like, "I'm not dead," or "Was I dead? Was I a scroll?" Like that's what we should see. And if we get played like three times, we're like, "Oh shit, who's the real one?" I'm I'm set. It's already ten out of ten. If it's any more than that, fucking S rank. You know, as far as Secret Invasion goes, I want them to throw us for a loop like many times as they can and throw it in our face oh fuck that's gonna be it's gonna be so dope it should be like that like a good spy throw all right brian what got you hyped at d23 what what's what sent you so for me like i was totally going into the like you know me i'm i'm a parks person so i was totally waiting for all of the like Disney parks announcements and they're interesting. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of Disney park fans were, or at least I say Disneyland fans were kind of disappointed. I came into this knowing that there wasn't going to be a lot for Disneyland. So my expectations were tempered, but I was still, I was still intrigued. I always like seeing what they, what they're planning, what they're thinking of. So, you know, they showed off, um, they actually at the convention they had um a, a little scale model of the um the redo of Splash Mountain what is going to be turning into Tiana's Bayou Adventure heard that in the, yeah. pr- the princess and the frog theme and dude they had a scale right. model for the outside of it it looks fucking cool like at first glance it doesn't look too different like there's there's like a water tower that says like like tiana's like bio adventure on it and like there's like some like um vegetation because the idea is that it's property that tiana owns that she uses to grow like food for her restaurant and stuff like that um but they showed off what's going to look like at night and it looks fucking beautiful like they're awesome. doing they're doing some lighting things that you know are going to spruce that fucking mountain up real good um and they kind of showed off at like the peak of the fall um there's some special lighting stuff going on in there like a little light emanating from like the exit of the like the splashdown so that i'm i'm waiting to see what the inside's going to look like they're kind they from what i've heard they're going to be totally updating everything like from just the innards to like the animatronics 
for the ride. So that's going to be cool. And also it's going to be cool to see, you know, Tiana and the gang again. Because from from what they said that this ride story is going to be based off of right after the the movie. So it's going to be kind of cool to see where they pick up from there in ride form. Um, and um, the cast is coming back. They're, they're um, going to be voicing all the characters again. And um, I believe they, I, I don't know if they said this or not, but um, I think there might be a new song in the ride. Maybe. Ooh, cool. So that'll be cool to see. Um, they made some announcements for California Adventure. Um, they revealed a thir- a new ride for Avengers Campus because um, they want to kind of start expanding into the multiverse for that section of the park. Um, they're going to make a ride. Um, their synopsis is, what if Thanos won Endgame? Art for that looked dope. And they introduced the main villain for the ride. It's gonna be King Thanos. All it's that. like fucking Thanos with like a white beard and he has like a fucking like king crown that looks like he's like fucking Sauron from fucking <laughs> Lord of the Rings. But yeah, but the Bobby idea who loves Thanos. He's finally yeah. got an excuse to go to Disneyland. The right. idea, go for it. But the idea is that you're going to be teaming up with all the Marvel heroes and you're going to try to take down King Thanos. And the poster art they revealed is really cool because they're literally pulling in like all the characters or like most of the characters. Because like you saw like the MCU like heroes and then they started adding in like the what if characters and then... Mm -hmm. um, they even added the animated um, Peter Parker for the show that hasn't come out yet. All that, yeah. So I was like, oh shit, you know, what else can they add on to this ride, you know? And, and Werewolf by Night, I saw him there maybe. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's there. Oh, he is? Oh, there's so yes, many characters yeah. in that poster, it's hard to keep track. There's like a um, bazillion of them. But yeah, that's cool. That um, And they announced that I think either this week or next week, they're bringing Hulk to the park so you can do a meet and greet with professor hulk oh nice um and it's it's kind of cool and also kind of silly because um you know how do you make a character that's supposed to be like as big as the hulk work um so what they did was that they gave him his uh, end game suit with the helmet so that he can talk but not have to articulate his mouth (laughs) Um, I feel like that's weird for Disney. To be honest, I I, I expected more. <laughs> I mean, for for big characters like that, it's like it, it it's kind of understandable. Just... But they did they did show off. It's kind of funny because um, the Imagineers were showing off some like tech they were developing, and they're showing off some costume character tech for like big hands that can like um, like flex their fingers and like you know actually like articulate their hands and. Literally the next day, they showed off the Hulk, and the Hulk had those like articulating hands, and so it's like, okay, cool, like they're gonna have like some kind of like cool new like flexibility for big characters that, like, I don't know if you've seen pictures of like Wreck It Ralph at the parks, but it's literally just like a guy with like hands that just fucking go like this. <laughs> so at least for the Hulk, so at least for the Hulk, he's gonna be able to like grab things, you know. So it, it's. For Imagineer fans, like that's it's pretty neat to see, even though it's kind of goofy as fuck. 
they are reworking the Fisherman's Wharf area in the California Adventure. They are turning it into San Francisco, the Big Hero Six. Oh yeah, um, or Big Hero Six love. So it's gonna be cool. They're they're gonna change the bridge into like their their version of the Golden Gate, and they're gonna add, you know, restaurants and shops. I think probably based around Big Hero Six, and then they announced that they're gonna have like a permanent Baymax meet and greet, which to this point has only been on special occasions and whenever Baymax comes to the parks, the line is always super fucking long because everybody wants to meet Baymax. So people were super excited for that at the panel. Like everybody was fucking cheering and it was, it was great to see. As far as other things they announced, um, you know, I think Paris is just about to get their Avengers campus. So they're, they're gearing up for that. Disney World got a lot of fucking news, so I'm going to like just bullet point them real quick. Um, they're expanding uh, Disney, the, the Magic Kingdom. Um, so there's this program in, Ima- in Imagineering called the Blue Sky like development, which is basically their like first thing they do where it's just they think of ideas that they want to do. It's not necessarily something they're going to do, but it's like they want to play around with it and see if they can make it work. And they decided to show us those details um, this year. So what they want to do is, so Joel, I know I don't know how you're familiar are with like Disney World at all. Nope, I just know it's in so, Florida, and you you've been there. That's it. I've been there once, <laughs> so that's so. So in the Magic Kingdom, where their Big Thunder Mountain is, there's nothing behind it. So what they want to do is they want to expand out. And right now, their ideas is that they want like a Coco section, an Encanto section, and then possibly a Disney villains section. And, you know, it's like this big open area. You know, you have like, like the one ideas where you have um, the house from Encanto that you can like walk, walk into and like, like adventure around having the portal doors and shit like that. And of course, you have the the town center area from Coco, you know, where they can have the De Los Muertos there and like have celebrations there. And then like the Disney villain section where you can meet all the villains and like a dark, dank fucking looking place. Um, The the idea they threw around for the Animal Kingdom, which I'm very hoping that they can figure out, was that they are trying to figure out if they can do a Moana section which I am really hoping for because I love Moana. And so, you know, that'd be really dope. And then also they talk about some Zootopia stuff, which, you know, people like Zootopia. It's an animal kingdom. Sure. You know, why not? Um, But, you know, there's some more stuff, but I'm not going to bore you guys with, with that kind of nerd shit. Um, They did do um, a little game uh, going back to video games real quick. They did do an actual game presentation for Disney and Marvel. Um, you know, some of the games are interesting. They're doing like a Mickey Mouse game, which looked pretty cute and stuff. But the cool announcement that they made is that they are making a Captain America Black Panther game. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be based in World War II. So it's not T'Challa. It's T'Challa's grandfather. That's going to team that's going to team up with Steve Rogers in some kind of like Hydra, like battle adventure. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. So that that was early. That was early. Um, There's no real like release date for it yet, but it's like, oh shit, sure, you know. There are some rumblings that there's going to be a Black Panther game. I don't know if this is it, or if that is coming 
later, but like Captain America and Black Panther, you know, that's going to be kind of sick, you know, see what they can do with that. But yeah, the um they did announce a, a Mufasa movie. Yeah, it's I'm, in, I'm flabbergasted with that, like and it's live action. It's in the vein of the live action Lion King. I mean, it's new at least. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see we'll get we'll see where they take it because I mean for me not so much more for Mufasa, but I'd be more intrigued to see the or like the origins of why Scar is the way he is, because he that has to be like a thing, at least you know. I have Star Wars and Marvel to thank for that. We got to have everyone's fucking side story. Mm-hmm. Fucking have Max Rebo's day off soon. Yeah, and there's a lot. There's a lot of other um, Disney stuff. Yeah, you know, some Pixar movie Inside Out Two is in production. Zootopia Plus, right? Zootopia Plus, um, Elementals, which is kind of interesting. Um, not so much uh, I know about that, but it's just uh, it looks kind of you know it looks Pixar-y. It's probably going to be good. You know, Pixar movies are pretty decent. But yeah, dude, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happening. See Jackson again, the reboot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think we've talked about enough stuff for today. Um, mm-hmm. However, um, we do have for the first time in a long time, Joel, we have a question. Oh, we have questions, I think. So while I bring those up, Joel, uh, can you remind the people um, where they could send questions that we're about to read live on air? Yo, you want to hit us with some questions? You don't like our hot takes? You think they're cold? Or vice versa, you agree with us? You think we're the fucking best? Well, first, one of the places you can reach us is unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. Where? Unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. Hit us with all your takes, please. Bad. You agree with us? You don't. You want to tell me why Moon Knight should have died five times? I want to hear it. I'm going to hard disagree. But hit us with your questions, comments, critiques there. Let us know what's up. Reach out to us to contact us. Slide into our DMs. Our questions there. Comment. Like it. Say, I don't agree with you, Joel. I thought Book of Fett was dumb as fuck. And I'm going to be like, what the hell's wrong with you? But we'll listen. <laughs> so Twitter is United underscore We Nerd. On YouTube, just type in United We Nerd. Find our logo there with the shield. Of course, here, Twitch, United We Nerd. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment down below, please. Let us know what's up. Comment, like it, hit the like button. Get us out there. Help us find other nerds. You know, Facebook is just facebook.com slash we nerd. And Instagram is united underscore we nerd as well. So were you excited for D23? Street Fighter 6, anything we talked about. You know, when Soul Calibur 7 comes out, do you want them to have that good, good in multiplayer? Come on. Let us know what's up, please. Of course. And of course, if you send us a question on any of those services, it could go something like this. From Instagram, we have Sarah and T um, asking, uh, what's something you've learned about podcasting since starting the podcast? We haven't talked about this in a while, so there's been been some new things. Um, Joel, how about you uh, you take that first? Um, just coordinating, recording, editing, working together, finding the days that work, find days that 
artwork, availability, you know, last minute things, occasionally connection, weather, all that shit. It, it takes a lot of work and mm. to like um, edit the podcast for listening. You, I, I put it on uh, my TikTok. I've destroyed so many ums from me and Brian Marcello. Um, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like we don't think about it when we're alive, but when I'm editing, like, God damn. And also no. when we're just like thinking, because we're thinking about the right thing to say, it'll be like, it's right now. <laughs> it's like, God damn, are we fucking dumb? <laughs> so editing is, you know, as I've said before, I have a sure respect for editors now. Like, oh, for sure. Editor out there. I mean, I already, you know, it's it's hard work already, like, with some music I've done, but just, like, working, like, collaborating with other people, like, I can't even imagine, like, working on a fucking movie or, like, animating. That's a, that's wild, okay? Unless you worked on Racist Spider-Man. But anyway, um, just hate <laughs> your respect. I mean, it was just the director, really. But anyway, I think it's really hard, and I've learned to really appreciate all the forms of art and everything for that. So, sure. What about you, Brian? Oh, like, like what like what you just said but just like to the nth degree like um shit even like when we were starting out it was like a trip just like learning everything from that but even like more recently like we've just delved into like a whole nother beast like you know we went through a whole process of like getting you know more into the social media it's like do we do a great job at it still no but we're you know we're slowly hard it's it's hard like if you're a person that didn't really like keep up on social media all the time um and knowing that like something like a podcast like sur- like thrives and survives through social media you learn really quick how hard it could be like to just like figure out what to do and like sometimes you know sometimes we don't and in whether that's a good thing or a bad thing you know it, i guess it just depends on the person and like you said before editing you know we we've only been doing like these video versions for you know a few months and let alone doing like live stream versions right now on twitch um it's been a real weird journey and like um we're still it's still a learning process we've had to at least for me had to learn to just kind of like um take it with a grain of salt when like something doesn't go right like the past today. the past we put like today we started a little late because we had we had a bungle with a with a fucking um the setup and like in the podcast in the most recent past you know we had some audio issues you know um you back, background music bleeding into the intro of the show or literally you know, for, reviewing morbius ruined that podcast like i can't yes even... <laughs> or just forgetting to rec- like hard record this podcast so we just fucked that up too um a lot of moving parts but yeah it's it's a lot of moving parts um it's it's still worth it you know it's a learning process there's always going to be something new you have to figure out on a daily basis um but you know it's still a lot of fun to do it's it's it can be a pain but it's worth it you know mm-hmm. shout out yeah. to lisa for helping us with our social media presence get a yeah. little better and, thank you and, for that. And our friend Carla, too. Our yeah, thank you guys, Kalisa and Carla. Yeah, especially with the help on TikTok. Jesus, man, that that's a whole new monster. I'm still trying to figure out as far as PR and stuff goes. Dude, I still haven't taken that leap yet. Like, TikTok is fucking scary. 
dude it is dude i posted a fucking destiny video like this is cool some guy's like why wouldn't it be cool i'm like man fuck you <laughs> what, what kind of comment is that what do you expect i'm like Ker. <laughs> like, like oh. I just liked this. I just say I like it, and someone's like, "Oh, I didn't real. I thought you were being sarcastic." Like, how? Oh, whatever. Anyway, I'm yeah. gonna complain about the internet forever. But yeah, we'll take a uh, one more question. Um, also from Serenity on Instagram. Um, thoughts on the current Marvel phase so far? So phase four. Garbage. Trash. I know. I know. We've talked about Trash. it before, but now is the time to air. Any dirty laundry. And when it, um, I'll, I'll start off with this. Um, I've personally been having a fun time with Phase 4. I feel like we, we're getting into that cool unknown territory that we haven't been in a long time. And I know that there are people that feel like this is the weakest out of the phases so far. But, like, that opinion's fine if they feel that way. But from my understanding is that, you know, this is the new building up period. Like, we, we've spent all this time with all these characters, and now after Endgame, we've lost half of them. So now we need to regain the troops. You know, we're continuing some storylines that were left off. You know, we're meeting new characters for the very first time, so we're getting um like more introduced to them and now we have like disney plus shows so now we're even able to kind of flesh out those characters before they even hit like the movie screens which you know with things like um with uh uh miss marvel and we had a whole whole season with her and now we're going to get the the marvels next year so now we're already familiar with kamala and then we're gonna you know have some fun with that movie and um we had Multiverse of Madness earlier this year. A lot of people were kind of iffy on it, you know, give or take, depending on you. But we're getting into this cool, strange territory where now we're going to get the secret invasion. We're going to get secret wars eventually down the line and all this other multiverse kind of stuff. And I feel like people just have to be patient. You know, I know it's hard. And, you know, we've had over... 11 12 years now of mcu stuff so a lot of people are feeling burnt out by some things i'm i'm enjoying it you know i just go in to have fun and just kind of like you know take me for a ride um but i just feel like people have to be patient you know let them let them they have a plan just let them play it out but uh what about you joel what's what's your thoughts on phase four i agree uh, i do some people are like saying it. It, it is sorry. I should go closer to the mic. Um, also, I forgot to mention I've been watching what we do in the shadows season four. It was really good. Um, <laughs> it's remember that like twenty minutes later. Um, it's been great stuff. I really love everything from Phase Four, except maybe Eternals, only because it was an info dump. Like I enjoy it, like repeated watches, but I'm not like going out of my way to see it. Um, but everything's been really strong. I do feel like is almost too much i i know that's a complaint and i i, I flip flop on it sometimes like well of course you don't have to ingest it if you don't want to just don't feel left you know don't complain that you're being left out but also like you kind of need to be updated right so mm -hmm. it's a weird it's a weird in between like before I'm, i was kind of harsh and now i'm like it is a lot it's a lot to keep up with right yeah um 
So I guess my that, that's the only thing. We, we, we're spoiled now. You know, before it was like one Marvel movie a, every two years. Now we're getting like three. That's fucking we're ridiculous. getting three and like four Disney shows. So I can like just some you know marinating on it for a while. You know it's mm-hmm. it is a lot. You might feel FOMO, and it's like I don't want to feel FOMO because I, I have to watch these shows. Like you don't really have to, but like I I do understand that like. In order, like some people think, like you need to watch everything to watch the newest movie. Not necessarily, but you know, there are some things I, that'll make sense. I will say that Phase Four has been the best day so far to be able to pick and choose what you want to watch because so far nothing's really tied into each other that much in detail. Like the only thing that really had to do with each other was One Division, Multiverse of Madness, and like a little bit of What If. But besides that, everything else has just been kind of on its own. And it's mostly to do with the fact that we're getting new characters. So this is like the beginning point. And like even for like the movies like Thor, it's like, yeah, you can benefit from knowing what happened. But I feel like Thor did a great job of like telling what you needed to know, at least for Love and Thunder, to like get into the movie. So I feel like even... Oh, that's right. You can even just watch everything on Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, um, we're actually going to be wrapping up on Phase 4 pretty soon. I think next year is going to be like the end of it. So. Isn't uh, Honda Forever the the last part of Phase 4? Yes, actually, you're right. So this year, you know, unless if hopefully if uh, Honda Forever doesn't get pushed back, um, I don't think it will. I think I think they're dead set on on having it come out at uh fall time this year. It's it's stuff like this is always gonna be divisive. You know, no matter who you are, no matter what your opinions are. So I feel like it's best just if you enjoy it, just you know, go enjoy it, you know. Try not try not to get other people's opinions like letting you down or making you feel like you shouldn't be enjoying it. You know, everybody everybody has their own tastes, everybody has their own, you know, wants from this fucking decade long franchise that just has a mi- miracle pumping out machine from Kevin Feige. Yeah. I I I am I am excited. I am enjoying what they're showing us and i'm looking forward to what they have coming down the line mm-hmm. that's all i will say yeah man all right we'll um, say i feel like you no way home it helps to know stuff but oh for sure like that like no way home like dumped like three different movie spider-man franchises on you all at once you could still enjoy it without it i think to a good degree but if you have previous knowledge does it enhance it Hell yeah, it did for me. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh yeah, we were there. I still think that's one of the best movies in Phase Four. It's No Way Home, which seems to, which surprises me. Those Spider-Man movies, people like, are really divisive on. Anyway, go ahead, Brian. No, yeah, I agree. Like recently, I've been hearing a little bit more people like, not like talking shit, but like saying that like No Way Home like was kind of a bad movie. I'm like, did we watch the same movie? Right, it's like what the fuck? I enjoy, I enjoyed the fuck out of that movie, but then again, I guess I guess we're both biased being Spider-Man fans. So, oh hell yeah, I'm hella biased. <laughs> yeah, 
Some of them are lying, but I'm Hell of Ice. Hey, and DC, Black Adam's coming out soon. Doctor Fate looking good. That's all I can say so far. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Brian. The one movie, the one DC movie. <laughs> the Rock and Friends. Rock, Rock and Friends. Rock and Friends. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, we we've we've been we've been talking long enough. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I know we've kind of went long, but we had a lot to talk about, and it was it was good catching up. Um, it's been a couple course, weeks. It's been a lot. It's been a, it's been a few weeks. Um, but yeah. Uh, before we go, Joel, uh, would you like to tell people where they can find you? Yeah. You could find me on SoundCloud and Spotify under Mad Mac Monster Mind. Also find me on Twitch under Acoustic Avenger, which I'm contemplating changing now uh, every day for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm on Instagram. Uh, follow me under Mad Mac Monster Mind Instagram. Acoustic Avenger on Twitch, where the one is replaced. Sorry, the eyes replaced with the one. Find me there. Talk to me about nerd shit. Or don't. You're going to see me retweeting a bunch of shit. It makes me laugh. Also, just a quick shout out to uh, Patheos Productions on our podcast. He helped me with some voice acting stuff. Uh, so check him out. Yep. He's, he's yeah, into okay. Warhammer and all that. He had me do like a Fallout voice acting thing. So thank you for nice. listening, my bro. And uh, I think he's based in Texas, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I know he's probably excited for that Fallout show that they're making with Amazon too, right? All right. So just a quick oh, yeah. shout out to him. Thanks again for giving me some voice acting experience. Hey, right, Brian. Can we find you? Well, of course. Uh, you can find me on the social medias on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Brian underscore Saber, um, as well as here on Twitch too uh, at Brian Saber, as well. Um, I do have a TikTok. I haven't posted anything yet. I'm still debating if I want to delve into that world. It's honestly scary. I don't know. Um, TBD. I'm already doing it here, so might as well. Man. Yeah, I guess um but yeah um and also uh marcel had to cut out early but also help him with like let it give him the shout out um you can find him on twitter at uh m90 plays as well um hopefully we can uh get him on longer next time it'd be cool to have us all three mm-hmm. riding again since we since we went a little long uh twitch chat uh we won't be having a uh a post show this time sorry but <gasps> next time next time for sure and for those of you watching on youtube thank you very much for watching um if you haven't of course there you can like and subscribe to this channel um help us out get united we nerd up and running as far as we can take and maybe even farther away it'd be really cool but yeah and there's people on podcast services uh, thank you so much for listening as well. We appreciate y'all hanging out here since day one. Thank you very much. Yeah. So with all that being said, thank you for hanging out. And always keep on nerding.